Hey, God bless. Good to be back here with you once again on our uh, New Life podcast. And uh, it's good. It's really, really good to be here today, Pastor Kerry. I was planning to be with you uh, last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I know that we went a different route. And, mm-hmm. uh, man, I didn't know that um, uh, my wife was going to give us a little uh, health scare there. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's good now. We're yes, believing sir. she's fine. Everything she's got to... Uh, update, um, uh, follow up with her doctor and stuff. But we ended up in the ER last Tuesday early morning and uh, wasn't able to be here. But uh, man, uh, um, uh, you, you're able to cover and things like that. But everything else is good, man. How's everything else going? It's going good, man. Thank you, thank you, Great. thank you. We're glad, glad Miss Angela's home. I know that feeling, dude. I remember when my wife was in the ER for a week, dude. Uh, yeah. The week of the fair a couple yeah. years ago. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Man, it was. Yeah. yeah. And so, man, yeah, yeah it's good. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's a horrible, but you know, just learning to trust in God in those exactly. times, man. Seriously, it's good to have your wife. It's good to see your wife home, man. So. Exactly, man. Uh, speaking of, you know, movies, sometimes you hound me about not watching a yep. good movie. Any movies so lately? I'm gonna hound you about watching Jesus Revolution. I haven't man. seen Jesus Revolution yet. It's good, so man. So don't uh, stone me because I'm a pastor and haven't seen Jesus yeah. Revolution. Well, uh, or I chose to watch yeah. uh, Ant Man: Quantumania on, before I man. saw Jesus Revolution. Are you serious? I plan to watch Creed three this weekend before oh, Jesus Revolution. So, uh, oh, man, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be declared a false prophet uh, after this. Yeah. Um, well, because I chose those movies before watching remember, Jesus Revolution. You just remember. Adam, next podcast, Adam, I'm going to ask him again. I'm going to ask him again. And I'm going to ask him again. And I get to preach this Sunday before he does, so I'm going to ask him because he caught me out on that Top Gun quite a bit, man, Till finally I watched it. But, man, that Top Gun was good, dude. It I ain't going to lie to you. you at first, I was like, it sooner. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, man, you know, it, 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 it can't top the first one, man. But it was it was really good, man. Really, yeah. really good. Anyway. I, so I, that's a plug for Jesus Revolution. So if y'all want to sponsor us, feel free. Yeah, exactly, man. Uh, and, and Top Gun too, man. Creed, you know? man. If y'all want to sponsor us, I plugged y'all as well. So you know, Top Gun as well. Michael I mean, B. Jordan. They owe me some money. I bought the glasses, the bomber jacket, everything. I didn't buy the motorcycle. I came close, but I did. Yes, sir. Anyway, let's talk about <laughs> what we were talking about um, concerning um, relationships, concerning the right they in mm-hmm. our lives, things like that. <clears throat> uh, how we need fellowship, mm-hmm. things like that. A lot of times we leave out the importance of fellowship at home. Mm. We make a big importance uh, of fellowshipping with uh, God's people, with people of faith, with the church, with getting involved, things like that. All that's necessary, good. Which is important, In fact, yes. I'm talking to some people right now, and man, it's just been a battle for them to to, to, to get back where they were. Mm. And it's a, it, it becomes a stronghold. It becomes something that you think you're in control, but you're not. And, and it just becomes difficult. But they're noticing, man, I need this fellowship. I need to get back. I need to plug in mm-hmm. but at the same time at home sometimes mm-hmm. you can have fellowship with everybody else and there's no fellowship at home right and that's where it gets very dangerous especially right. between husband and wife mm-hmm. um and uh we spoke about how different things can come in play you know work careers mm-hmm. time um uh in some cases i've known couples that will raise a family and then at the end of it all after everybody's gone it's the couple again by themselves and it's like they have nothing to talk about. It seems, and, and I'm, I'm going to use this word not in a rude way, but it seems boring. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't. We don't have children yet, but we went when we went to C3. Yeah. So we we were getting our dog ready, taking him to the dog resort once yeah. a weekend. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, our dog is spoiled, man. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Yeah, and, and don't go, oh, they take him to a resort. No, that, that dog needs deliverance, believe me. Um, <laughs> y'all pray for Zeus, man. That German Shepherd is wild. But, uh, no, um, we, we were preparing him on Saturdays. We'd take him all day. And I'll never forget when I drop him off first thing in the morning, I come home. Dude, it's weird. Yeah. It's quiet weird. Yeah. Like, it's like it was awkward in a yeah. sense because – he wasn't there and so used to having him around. Mm. And so there was a freedom, don't get me wrong, of like, hey, man, we can <laughs> leave doors open and stuff like that. But to an extent, I get what you're saying yeah. Um, because, yeah, you get so used to if you're not if you don't have that companionship mm. inside that fellowship. Yeah. When when things change, it's like weird all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like, you know, we, we took we did our best to take advantage exactly. of the time that he wasn't there. It's like when we went to C3, it was nice to be able to. Just be me and my wife yeah. when we were at the conference. So it's good, man. Yeah, you know we've been talking about this one uh, scripture that Peter really messed us up on, man, mm. and uh, really dwelling on it. I'll, I'll bring it back up, and then we'll, we'll we'll start talking about where we left off. But in First Peter three seven, he says these words. He says, "Husbands, in the same way, be considerate mm-hmm. as you live with your wives." Considerate means. Yeah. Uh, in the translation means dwell with them according to knowledge, you know, which is very, very sharp on Peter's end, you know. In yeah. other words, he's not just telling you, hey, be considerate uh, as you live with your wives, but he's saying be considerate, um, but you got, get some knowledge under you as you live with them, yeah. you know, because we all need knowledge on how to be able to live with each other uh, and, and still be able to to to, to cope with each other. Mm-hmm. It says, and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life. And we've talked about how the weaker partner, not meaning in a negative sense, but just the way God made us, you know, uh, so that nothing will hinder your prayers. And man, there's nothing that'll hinder your prayers as a pastor. When you're trying to pray or get ready for a message or something, you know, you just had a knockout drag out, Mm -hmm. drag out, you know, uh, situation with Mm -hmm. your wife, you know. Uh, even if we do, th- even if we argue a good way, but if you don't l- leave with things resolved, it's mm-hmm. just there, man. Yeah. It's just it just bugs you. Yeah. So he, he's talking about this, and, and we started talking about knowledge and and how to live with each other and things like that. And we left off here where we're talking about <clears throat> how it's necessary for marriages to not only know each other. To be able to communicate with each other, mm-hmm. that's that's what we dealt with before, and you can catch that podcast a, a couple of them back. But he, all, uh, what we can also add is not only accepting, uh, not only knowing them, but also we have to accept and honor them as God made them. Correct. Okay, and I think that's very, very. I think if we can learn that from the beginning, mm-hmm. it'll help us in our communication. Yeah, because we we can we can finally say, hey, look, this is the bottom line. This is the way God made her. This mm-hmm. is the way God made him. Yeah. So, I'm gonna have to communicate this way, even though I would like to communicate this other way. This is what I'm used. To, this is what I understand, but they're just not like that. So I got to communicate differently, and I can't be so hung up on them getting to do it my way, mm-hmm. or getting them to do it the way I think they should be. We got to accept and honor them. Right. As they are, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I heard a preacher one time say that, and, and I use this sometimes on the pulpit when 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 a couple, you know, young couple comes up and they're getting married, they're at the altar, and there's some things going on through the young man's mind, and that is, 
uh, or through the young lady's mind, and that is, you know, she's looking at this man she's going to marry, and she's like, yeah, you know, he has some issues, but I can change him, mm. you know? Right. <laughs> and the young man is standing there like, man, she's so beautiful. He's perfect. You know, I'm just so in love with her. I hope she never changes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So two different yeah. thoughts going on yeah. as they're at the altar. Mm-hmm. But here, here, here's the bottom line. Sometimes we're so hung up on trying to get them to be like we want them to be. And the bottom line is God's trying to teach us how to honor them as yeah. he made them. Yeah. And in a practical way, one of the best ways you can learn, one of the best ways you can honor your spouse is learning their love language. Yeah. So there's five love languages. And if you, there's a book that was written uh, called The Five Love Languages. I encourage you to check it out. And uh, there's actually, you read it, you can actually do a test online that, that says, you know, hey, um, this is your love language and you can, uh, your spouse can find out what her love language is. Okay. And, um, so basically like my love languages are words of affirmation and, um, my wife's love language is quality time. Like those are at the top of the list. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now for me, quality time, um, when she said, when, when I, when I understand quality time, like, Oh, you want me to be home. Right. So I understand the love language, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times I fail at, uh, executing the love language. There you go. So for me, quality time is, hey, I'm at home sitting down watching the Lakers game yeah. <laughs> while my wife is in the bedroom watching something else. Yeah. In my mind, I'm home. Yeah. That's quality time. <laughs> That's poor execution on my end. There you of go. Honoring my wife and her love language. I'm learning, okay, that's not me speaking her love language, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I'm learning. I have to do better yeah. at executing and speaking that love language, yeah. right? And so I'm learning, man, in yeah. that area. It's where, yeah. like, hey, one of the best ways you can honor your spouse, learn your spouse's love language and then execute it correctly, you know, um, whatever it is. And it's the same on the opposite end, yeah. you know. Uh, my wife knows that my love language is words of affirmation, um, which I think all men love to hear from their wives. You know, I told her all the time, you know, I'm like, look, I don't care if people think I'm the worst preacher in the world. If you think I'm doing a good job, I'm cool with it. Yeah. You know, that just does something to me. It boosts my morale, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, my my wife is learning too. Yeah. Um, His love language is words of affirmation. You know, there's times whenever we've maybe, where we have gotten into an argument and she'll adjust her words because she understands his love language is words of affirmation. Now, we're not perfect at this. Don't sure, get me wrong. By sure. it. We've messed up so many times, but we're learning. Sure. And I'm learning how to honor my wife by learning to speak her love language. And, again, I'm, I'm still trying to get it right. Okay, sure. I, I really truly am. But uh, that's one way, one practical way you can honor your spouse, guys, um, is to learn that your spouse's love language and execute speaking it properly. Right. Yeah. And it may come with some yeah. fails, but that's okay. Um, just learning, okay, that is not what quality time means. Exactly. Um, and the reason why I said it, because she has voiced to me. She's <laughs> like, um, this isn't quality time, you know, that's whatever. Right. So I'm learning along the yeah. way. And, and that, that, that just goes along with we're, we're, some of the notes here. It's uh, the fact that we have to um, know the simple fact that men and women are different, which yeah. you just reiterated. Yes, men sir. and women are different. And not only uh, are we different, but we have different uh, physical and emotional differences as well. Mm-hmm. And that interferes with our communication, yeah. you know, because, um, you know, 
I may be raising my voice, but to me, I'm not raising my voice. Yeah. To her, she hears, man, I'm raising my voice because I'm mad or because I'm trying to whatever. Uh, and, and so we we communicate differently. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If she raises her voice or whatever, you know, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. But it does bother her. Right. Uh, just different things like that, man. Um, it bothers me when I, I'm, I'm trying to get somewhere, get some questions answered or get some direction and there is no communication back. Mm. That just gets on my nerves because I'm, I'm just like, well, say something, you know. But to her, yeah. she's she's still thinking. She's processing. She's right. going to think about it for a while. And uh, I want answers now, you know. Mm-hmm. So we've learned to we've learned to right. to work on those things and, and understand that we're different in that. And you know, you can you can knock yourself out trying to change your spouse and. You know, that's not the way to go about it. Right. There are some changes that we make, you know, that we can learn from each other, that we that we get better on. But there's also a time where you just got to you just got to know that's just yeah. how God made them. Yeah. And hey, the bottom line is you chose that, too. Yeah. You know, so yeah. deal with it, man. Yeah. You know, but um, I think in marriage, one of the things, you know, you said um, accepting change. I look mm-hmm. at it as correction. So scripture talks about accept correction or reject correction. There you right. Go. Um you know, when you accept correction, you know, things will go good. When you mm-hmm. reject correction, you find yourself on the wrong road, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, in marriage, you know, specifically talking about fellowship, man, as a husband, I have <laughs> – it's hard to accept correction as a man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you, dude. Like, so when we first got married, there was a way that I did dishes, which was clearly the wrong way yeah. um, <laughs> when we got married, right? There was uh, – there was my way, and then there was the correct and only way, which is my wife's way, right? Yeah. And so she corrected me on washing dishes. She correct, and I and I had a choice. I could either accept it or reject it. Now, how many of you know it's a bad idea to reject the correction in those areas from your spouse? Yeah, and so exactly. um, I've learned, you know, going along with what you said, man, um, you can either accept correction. Or reject correction. My wife is the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been more in the trenches of ministry than she has mm-hmm. when we got married. Mm-hmm. And there was a situation this past Wednesday um, where I was like, hey, look, you know, again, learning how to talk to my spouse, too. I mm-hmm. didn't come at her in a rude, yelling way where I was like, hey, look, and I corrected her in something. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't even realize that. And so you yeah. can either accept correction or yeah. reject correction. Yeah. When you learn to accept it, and you when you address it, and you give correction with the right attitude, the right heart, that's right. Man, there can be change. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But if you're in the but if your mindset and your motive is a selfish reason yeah. to manipulate change, yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah, it's not, gonna not work. Gonna ca- That's going to cause strife yeah. in your marriage. So yeah. yeah, you know, one of the examples I made uh, in, in in a preaching that I did on this was how different we are in communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I made the, the, the iced tea, you know, um, illustration where, you know, we, we can be on one side of town before coming back to our side of town here in Lubbock. And, and you know, my wife sometimes can just say a phrase like, you know, man, you know, uh, iced tea is really good for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's a good thing to drink around this time. Well, Sometimes a guy, especially a younger guy, you know, may just say, oh, yeah, no, I heard it's got some good nutritious values and keep driving home because yeah. that's the plan. The plan was saying, yeah. we're going home, you know. We're going home, yeah. Well, what she's really saying is she probably wants some iced tea. You yeah. Know? So she, you get home 
and you're at the house and you park, you go inside, and she's now quiet, yeah. giving you the cold shoulder. Yep. You know, kind of upset. And you're like, well, what's going on? I mean, we we're just yeah. fine yeah. across town. What, what's, what's going on? And, she, and yeah. she'll say something like, well, you know, I wanted a nice tea and you didn't get me one. Yeah. And she did not say that. Yeah. But she did say that. Yeah. Do you understand yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of this one story of this young preacher who uh, his wife was pregnant and um, they went <clears> to this place to get food. And, um, you know, the husband, the young preacher who was the husband was like, hey, are you hungry? And the woman who was pregnant said, no, I'm not hungry. I'm okay. And something like that or whatever. And so the young preacher ordered food and was diving in. And the pregnant mom, who was the wife, looked down at her belly and goes, "Um, I guess we're not eating today. Remember that story? Yeah, I remember that story, man. No, the way it went, man. The way it went. I'm, I'm going to tell you, man. Okay, I'm so tell y'all you know the, who the person uh, I'm talking about is. Then. So the way it went, man. Back in the day, man, I love Winter's Nitchell, dude. Uh, I just, something about their chili and their hot dogs, they man. Good, man. And so, anyway, I wouldn't take care of my health or anything. I just, uh, and, and I drove up, and I wanted two whole chili dogs. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. All right? Now, I asked her. She was pregnant with my son, uh-huh. and, and, and I asked her, I said, hey, do you, do you want one? And she's like, no, I'll just take a bite of yours. <laughs> and, and I said, no, Story's no, no. about to change, I said, no, no, no. I said, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we, Adam, you're going to have to put some doors on these sets, man, because my, my wife is over here looking at me, man. So I'm saying it right. I'm saying it right. Am I right so far? Okay, I'm right so far. So anyway, here's the deal. So I, she said, you know, can I have a, I'll just take a bite of yours. And I said, no, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. I want, I, I want every single bite of my two chili dogs. All right. Because I even scraped the, the yeah, chili yeah, off the, of the, that the wrapper. Wrap, yeah, I get it. So if you, if you don't have a winter's schedule in your town and you're listening to this, man, you've got to get to Lubbock and yeah. get a winter's schedule. I think they have one in Austin. Other than that, I don't know where they, they have one in San Angelo. I don't know anywhere else they have one. But anyway, so uh, she's uh, so she's like, no, no, that's fine. I don't want anything. I said, okay. I should have ordered three. I should have <laughs> just ordered three. Lesson learned. So anyway, um, I got I got them, you know. And so I'm, I'm, I dive into the first one, dude, and she just looks down at her belly, and she's like, <laughs> she, she's talking to Aaron. She's like, "Well, Aaron, I guess, I guess we're not going to get them." <laughs> I was like, "Come on, man!" So I gave her one of mine. She took a bite, whatever, <laughs> and I and I took one for the team. But anyway. But uh, we got to communicate better. Yeah, man. you learn. You, know? you learn, right? You yeah. learn. Yeah, my you've learned over my, the years, right? Yeah, yeah. now I'm just like, yeah. hey, you know, I'll get one. You know, you can have it if you want. Yeah. It don't matter. You've learned to share. We've learned, man. We've learned. We've learned. <laughs> but and with that, Miss Angela exits the room. Yeah, no, like, she just, told she, the story right. Yeah, she made sure, <laughs> she no, made sure no I told here. the story correctly. <laughs> all right. So, it's kind of like the one time that this one young preacher he went to uh, Slitterbomb for the first time. Come on, man. And his pregnant wife. What was the deal, man? His pregnant wife was there and walked in. He had never been to Slitterbomb before, and he took off the minute he walked through the gates. And at the end of the day, came back, and God. young preacher's wife was not happy with him. Hey, man. <laughs> because he bailed on her. Hey, man. So I didn't know we were going to do a clip. I didn't know we were going to do I just said young preacher, man. I, I didn't say it was you. I didn't know we were going to do a <laughs> A whole session on dumb ways to die. <laughs> dumb ways to die. Those are just small TikTok errors. So let's get this story straight too, man. 
young, 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 not even just young preachers, but young men. I mean, don't make some mistakes, man. I mean, hey, I got some excuses, old Pastor Kerry. Number one, I was a farm boy. We were barely making it. We didn't go nowhere, right. man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, you wanted to go to a water park. My dad would get a a a, 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 a one of those tarps, yeah, yeah, from the farm and okay. put water on it. And say here, here's one. Of, you slide, know, slide yeah. on that. You know, and play all day on yeah, the yard yeah. with that water. So we didn't go nowhere. We didn't have the money to go yeah. nowhere. And we didn't. We did. We didn't do those things. You know, uh, vacation for me was. You know, like I said, maybe a weekend, maybe a day at the lake, whatever. So, pastor, you know, it's pastor's fault, dude. Pastor, <laughs> pastor Jesse's fault because he should have warned me. He should have coached me. He should have got me ready for this. And he takes me to this water park, Slitterbond. Yeah. I mean, the water park of all water parks, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. If you've never been to the one in Santa Marcos, it is humongous. So, And they've made it even bigger since I've been there. So I'm, I get there. I'm 21, 22 years old, dude. Young preacher. I love water. You know I love water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay? I lifeguarded true. a pool, managed yep. it for 13 yep. years. Yep. I love water. I love being in the water. I love playing in the water. Anyway, uh-huh. so we get there. My wife hates the water. Uh-huh. She don't like being in a pool. Totally opposite. Right. I hear her office opening. <laughs> She's there she is. Okay. You're good, bro. So anyway, <laughs> so we get to Slitterbond, and of course, Pastor has his son, which is uh, several years younger than me, and they're very active. They're young, and 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 they're and, and his cousin, you know, Jacob. So, dude, this is gonna be fun, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm like at a, well, I was a kid, you know. Yeah, yeah. I found out young the other man. day. I found out the other day that you know that they're saying that young men don't. Fully develop in their minds until 30 years old. Mm. You know, girls around 22 to 25, men 30 years old. So, anyway, I was a kid, 20 something years old. I was a kid at a water park, the biggest water park, the best water park. Dude, I lost all communication with my wife. (laughs) I didn't say, Hey, I'm going to go get on this ride. Hey, are you okay? Hey, I'll see you at the end of the day. Nothing. I just said, Hey, I'm going to get on this ride. That was like at ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, dude, I didn't come back to the water park closed. It closed like at eight o'clock at night. So she is upset. Dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> I completely forgot. I lost track of time, dude. I got on so many water slides and pools and everything. man, I was in heaven, man, having a great time. The pool's closed. I'm like, oh my gosh, my wife is with me. I don't know where she's at. I haven't seen her all day. I hope she ate. I hope she ate something. <laughs> I hope she ate something. She spent the whole she spent the whole day with uh, Sister Marty, Pastor's wife, yep. and uh, I think at the time Marissa was a baby. Okay, I, yeah, Marissa was a real little baby, man, and so she spent the whole day playing in a puddle of water with Marissa. <laughs> Dude, she is so hot, dude. She is so upset. She don't like the sun. She don't like the heat. Yeah. She don't like the water. And her husband disappeared from the face of the earth, dude. <laughs> so now it's time to get back to So I'm walking to the parking lot. She's walking to the parking lot. We're all getting together. It is quiet. <laughs> we're, getting the, we're getting an excursion. Remember the excursion yep. you used to have? We're mm-hmm. in an excursion. We're going to the hotel. I'm trying to make small talk with her. And there is silence, dude. Let me just say, it was a cold night, dude. Yep. It was a cold, cold night. Yep. But there should have been some communication there. Yeah. You know, I should have looked for I should have communicated. We should have made a... I was a young preacher, man. Yeah. Don't do that stuff, man. <laughs> and don't be bringing stuff up like this, man. <laughs> anyway, we need to discern, man. We need to discern. We need to pray to the Almighty God and ask 
questions like, God, what is she saying? Help me to understand yeah. her. I mean, really ask for wisdom concerning this. And, you know, Paul, And that, that includes body language. Yeah, body language. Absolutely. What is she saying? What is she not saying? Yeah, what is I, he saying? What is he not saying? That's something that you mentioned in your, in your message yeah. a couple of weeks ago. You know, a lot of times... We both do it. Men, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of times men and women do it, but specifically our wives will do it. They'll communicate yes, but their body language screams no. Yeah, exactly. Right? In a sense. Or exactly. The, you know, so yeah. learn to read your wife's body language yeah. as well. well I'm going to open up the scripture and then we'll talk about it when we come back. I told you, man, it's going to take several sessions mm-hmm. to talk about this, man. Um, but Paul commanded this, and, and I don't know why Paul said this, but because he was a mighty man of God, he, was he wrote most of the, Yeah, he was a single man. He was a single man. I don't know. No. <laughs> yeah, but he was a mighty man of God. He heard from God. He was a martyr. I mean, just powerful man of God. So I'm going to take that. He said this in Colossians 3.19. He said, husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Yeah, that's and good, though. That's cold-blooded of Paul, man. <laughs> you know, why didn't he say that to the wives, man? But he said that to us. But well, he said that to what? us for a reason. You, you, you know he said that then, yeah. you know, in context. Because clearly he saw yeah. Christian men yeah. who were claiming to be believers in Christ treating their women harshly. Yeah. Treating their wives harshly. Yeah. And let's be honest, man, you can still see that today. Yeah, you can see that today. In, but, in, in the church as well. But it goes both ways, too, now. Absolutely. You know, Most definitely. Too, because we've gone into a different era, mm-hmm. and now women are doing it to their husbands. I mean, yeah. I, I've, seen, I've seen women, you know, downgrade their husbands, too, yeah. you know, like, so. oh, gosh, you know, you know, how can you be so dumb, you know? Yeah. Don't do that to yeah. each other. That's Either again, one. Going Don't back to that. the love language, words of affirmation. Yeah. 90, like, there's a, a high 90% of men, their number one love language, believe it or not, is words of affirmation. Wow. Seriously. Wow. The majority of men in our world today, their love language at the top of their list is words of affirmation. Yeah. Um, you know, just a quick example. I'll never forget a couple of, uh, back in 2014, I went to Walt Disney World and I was waiting in line late at night for this one show. And I was by myself and there was this couple in front of me. And, you know, the whole time, um, you know, the husband was like, yeah, maybe next time we'll do this. And she looked at him and she was like, oh, you can't afford it. And like she was just talking down to him. And Whoa. the whole time I'm standing behind him, I was just like, that's cold. Dang, man, this man. dude is. I was like, run! But, uh, <laughs> um, but I felt bad for the dude, man. Oh, and you could just man. see the dejected look on his face, yeah. dude. Yeah. You're in the quote-unquote happiest place on earth, yeah. and you're getting this Throw kind of up. criticism. You've already forked out the bag to go to this place, mm. and your wife is – I was just like, dang. But, again, like what you were saying, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Love your husbands, don't be harsh with them. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start off there, Pastor Kerry, because there's some things we can we can learn and talk about there. Uh, but if uh, if you're watching this program, listening to this program, you're in the Lubbock area. Hey, we'd love to we'd love to to hear from you. We'd love to see you. If you have a prayer request, you can send us a message. Um, we want to pray with each and every one of you. If you're in the Lubbock area, come by and see us, man. Every Wednesday nights at 7, every Sunday mornings at 11.30 in English. If you want a Spanish service, we have a great Spanish service at 10 a.m. So we have something for the whole family. Uh, and uh, we're having some good services right now, man. I mean, people are just coming in. Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, you know, uh, 2022 was was, was kind of rocky, man. But 2023, mm-hmm. man, people are coming back to the church. Yeah. So praise God for that, man. Uh, and we invite you to come out. If you're not going to a local church and you're not from the Lubbock area, hey, man, go back to your church. Go back to church. It's time to get back. 
It's time to get back in the Word and learn and fellowship, not only fellowship with uh, other believers, but start learning how to fellowship at home because it's very, very important. And before I give it over to Pastor Kerry and he closes up, those of you that are from here, from our church, if you love your, 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 you know, one of your pastors here, man, you'll bring him a winner's niche, you'll silly dog. <laughs> one, just one. That's all I'm asking uh, uh, because I'm still, you know, that was back in 1997, man. I'm still, I still didn't recuperate from, from losing out on a couple of bites of that chili dog. But anyway, if you love your pastor, man, bring him a chili dog, man. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, man. Hope you guys made you guys laugh and learn at the same time. Uh, you can catch, if you have not subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, go ahead and subscribe. That's where you can check out all the podcasts that we upload every single week in Spanish. We do one on Tuesday, Thursday. We upload ours in English. So, man, get on those three platforms. You can listen to those. Uh, you can listen on those platforms if you want to visually see it um, when we record it, like now. Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Uh, we stream it live on YouTube and Facebook. Definitely, if you're not added, if you haven't added us on, if you haven't liked our page on Facebook, Ministerio Suma Vida, go ahead and like our page. And if you have not subscribed to us on YouTube, MNV Lubbock is a place to do that. Okay, and again, in Spanish, we have one that goes in on seven o'clock on Tuesday, and again, our English one goes out every Thursday, 7 p.m. So, man, we love you guys. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. And do us a huge favor if this message, if this, if this series of podcast is blessing your life, do us a favor, share it with a friend. Um, you know. Share, share it with a friend that could also benefit as well from this, okay? So we love you guys. God bless y'all. We'll see y'all next week.